thank you very much, um, Elisa, for being here today with us. Uh, it's very, very an honor to have you here. Um, Elisa is a life coach and she is ready to share many strategies, her secrets, her mistakes, and everything that is going to help many other women to feel inspired and to become maybe another version of themselves that they didn't know they could uh, become. So it's a very wonderful opportunity. I'm super, super thankful for Elisa joining us today. Um, Elisa is an excellent person uh, and she has so many skills and so many experience throughout her career that she can share with us and that I'm pretty sure that is gonna add a lot of value. Thank you very much for being here, Elisa. And please let us know how were your beginnings? How did you start? What's your story about? Thank you. Sure, thank you, Diana. Di Di Diana or Diana? Oh, uh, in Spanish is Diana, <laughs> but most people say it's Diana, so it's okay. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Diana. I am so happy to be here. I am excited to have this opportunity to share with your audience uh, what you want to uh, carry out as your purpose, to share our life experience, to learn from each other, to give value, and hopefully uh, make changes in our lives to make things better for everyone. Yeah, thank you very much. So yeah, if you can maybe share with us um, a little bit of um, how did you get started in, in your career and uh, what inspired you to finally take the leap and say, I want to become a coach or whatever you want to share from uh, your career. How, how was all of that? How, how is uh, the story? Sure. Um, well, it started about eight years ago um, in 2012. I was married and I had a very good career in advertising or rather in marketing, but in the sales end of a, a television company. And I really enjoyed what I was doing, but I wasn't feeling successful at it. And at the same time, I was a newlywed. I had been married only two years and I was a woman of a certain age, meaning that I was over 35 and people were beginning to ask me when I would have kids. And at that time in my life, I was really focused on trying to move my career forward. I had been in the same position for a while. Although I was happy, I really wanted to keep uh, seeing how far up the ladder I could go but this idea of having children was something that I wasn't very sure of. Um, and I wasn't sure why I had all these doubts coming up. But at 37 years old, I felt this pressure that I had to make a decision quickly. And I had it in my head. I had two things uh, in my head. I had believed that if I can't succeed in my job, how could I succeed as a mother? It somehow was intertwined with each other, the idea of failure, like, uh, like I can't be, uh, if I can't be good at this, how could I be good at anything? But I also believed, and mind you, these are were limiting beliefs that I had. I also believed that I couldn't be good at my job if I wanted to focus on becoming a mother 
So at the time, all the conversations between me and my husband ended with me saying, I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where to, who to turn to because everyone around me seemed to have an opinion. I just needed to find my opinion. I, I, I couldn't discover what my thought was around this. Looking back, I can clearly see what I had been thinking, but in the moment I was very lost. And I didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody about it because I almost knew what they would say to me, right? Don't we sometimes know what our moms are gonna say, what our friends are gonna say, everyone, you know, it has an opinion. And that wasn't what I needed. I needed to know what I was thinking. And I had never known what a life coach was. I had never even heard of the title, but of course I went to Google (laughs) to figure out my problem. And I can't even remember what I searched specifically for, but it could be something along the lines like, I feel stuck. And uh, certain things came up in those search results and Mm -hmm. boom, I saw life coach. And I said, what is this? (laughs) And curiosity got to me and I clicked on it and boom, I got to a website that literally spoke to me. Oh, wow. It felt, it felt like, Elisa, this is your website. We can help you. That's basically <laughs> as I, as how I interpret it. And um, a week later, I had signed up for life coaching sessions. And it was in the four sessions that I had that I finally discovered how to become more conscious of the way I was thinking and understanding that my ideas were, were were patterns I had in my life, thinking that if I wasn't good at one thing, I couldn't be good at another thing. And this anxiety of just fearing failure was what was keeping me from wanting to make a decision about having children. Plus, this concept of women having it all was something that was constantly coming up. And I just didn't know how to juggle it all in my head. And through the life coaching sessions, I was able to organize my thoughts, get rid of the thoughts that weren't serving me, and then really understand what I was capable of. And so that I remember very well was in June of 2012, where I came away and just made the decision that this is what I want to do. And by the end of the year, in December, boom, <laughs> positive test results. <laughs> oh, I was pregnant. <laughs> oh, that's um, but I felt so good about that decision mm-hmm. because it was mine. Yeah, exactly. It was natural. It was all on my own. I came up with it by myself. My life coach enabled me to see my thoughts. Mm -hmm. which was something I couldn't get anywhere. I didn't even know how to access my own thinking. Mm -hmm. We we consume so many things, right? We're Mm -hmm. reading books, we're watching documentaries, we're we're just trying to take it all in and asking Mm -hmm. for advice here and there. But the number one person to check in with is yourself. Yeah. And that's what was lacking in my life. So lo and behold, I was always grateful to that life coach but more so, I felt a need to pay it forward. Wow. So then I started learning to, you know, 
picking up self-help books, understanding how to really get into your mind, how to really start mm -hmm. becoming conscious. So after that experience with the life coach, I felt a need to pay it forward. I felt that this was an opportunity for me to learn and understand how I can make others more empowered mm -hmm. to make decisions for themselves, to live their best life on their own terms by becoming more aware of their thinking, aware of their feeling, aware of their actions. Yeah. And that what from that uh, experience with life coaching is when I really decided this is what I want to do. But of course the journey didn't, I didn't just flip a switch and become a life coach the next yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, should I go on? Should I continue my entire story until 2012? Or do you want to like ask me something else about that or or how, what else? Um, I'd like to get to the point where you speak more about the business then, because yes. these questions are related with your business. Okay. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if you can maybe compress it and then I can jump to speak about, to ask you about the business if you want. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, uh, so towards the end of 2012, I knew that I wanted to become a life coach and I began reading, I began studying, I began doing all the things that I was uh feeling would make help me become more insightful and in turn help others mm -hmm. uh, but financially i still had a mortgage to pay and things to do and i didn't allow myself to make the move forward officially because it was a job title or rather an occupation that had not been very popular and mm -hmm. so i still questioned how could i make the decision to become what would be a life coach if if no one's ever even heard of what a life coach is mm -hmm. and um life went on i you know had baby number two and you know uh i had a bigger family and i finally had this moment where the calling was so strong that i couldn't ignore it anymore yeah and um i decided to become certified Oh. And so last year, um, I signed up with the Life Coach School mm -hmm. and uh, became certified. And from there, I knew if I make this decision, it's because I want to make it a business. I need to make it a business. Now, of course, money would be a motivating factor, but yeah. the real reason I wanted to make it a business is because I wanted to make the biggest impact I could possibly do. And if I become a business and grow through the business and grow my business, I could make, I could reach the largest amount of people. Yeah, for my sure. intention. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. A business is always, um, it's, it becomes for people that have a purpose, it becomes like a tool like a vehicle to expand to more people to expand to more audience that happens with people that have that calling inside mm -hmm. that they need to take out everything that they have and help people but in order to be able to help that people they need to kind of escape the message and in order to escape the message there is no way but having a business because it mm -hmm. makes sense you need money to for you to actually 
being able to invest and being able to reach more people. So it's beautiful, yeah. It's a very, very beautiful uh, story. I feel totally identified with you when you speak about that point where you say, I know that this is what I want to become, but of course, resources are always in the way, which is like everybody feels related with this. this is, that's why this is so beautiful. Um, and how you, you went through that is like what everybody goes through, most of the people at least, mm -hmm. and how they actually make that decision that changes things and uh, until the point that it actually escalates to, um, it becomes more natural the idea of having a business. At some point we feel kind of like a little bit scared of what is going to happen or the money and how I'm going to make the money. And then at some point you just have your idea and your purpose. So, you know, ingrained and you know that this is what you want to become, that you just actually do it naturally. So I appreciate a lot you sharing that that point, um, especially when you say that you didn't have the resources and that, that is very, very, very relatable. relatable. Yeah, and and uh, to just further that point, making the decision to become a life coach and then to make a business out of it, mm -hmm. that was almost the easy part. Mm -hmm. The harder part was trying to sell it to your family. Oh, right? okay, yeah. <laughs> now oh, I have to what? tell my husband, <laughs> right? Then I have mm -hmm. to tell my mother and my mother-in-law and everybody yeah. who you value their yeah. opinion, you value yeah. what they have to say, but yeah. you're worried that they might talk you out of it. <laughs> yes, yes. That was step number two, but That's that was exactly. actually the harder part for me because I, yeah. I, I didn't want to let anybody close to me down. I didn't yeah. want them to think I was being reckless in mm -hmm. doing something that had never been done before. Mm -hmm. At least in my family, mm -hmm. we always were employees. In, the, in other words, we were never the entrepreneurial. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that's the same situation that happens to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I found that interesting. And now looking back, I mean, the problems are different, but looking back, I'm like, wow, I was worried about telling my parents, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I got bigger problems now, or I got different, yeah. different yeah. to deal with that. That was salt and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and not problems, yeah. right? Challenges. Yeah, uh, challenges, exactly. <laughs> and those are very common challenges, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at this point, how is the situation? Like, how, how do you, how is the environment? Everybody finally supported you or what happened? I think because I took it seriously, I owned the title of being a life coach and actually made me mm, yeah. the move to, you know, incorporate myself. I mean, form an LLC and then put a website up yeah. and ha I'm certified. So mm -hmm. I think this is schooling and I continue to learn. I feel that is always important. You don't ever mm -hmm. stop learning. And I share what I know. Mm -hmm. Not, I mean, even if... You know, I, I share it freely. I talk to my mm -hmm. family about it. I talk to my husband about it. They mm -hmm. can see I am serious about it. Yeah. And when you share things to people with conviction and with mm -hmm. the authentic belief that this mm -hmm. is who you are, mm -hmm. people will see you differently. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. So, it's, so that's no longer the hard part. In fact, mm -hmm. I think 
uh, for many people in my family, uh, my mother especially, she has turned around and thought, this was always what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like she's like, so I'm like, now this does make sense for you because of just, you know, and who knows is better than our moms, right? Like that suddenly just yeah. makes sense. So yeah, the environment is good. The family is supportive. Everybody, they they want me to succeed even more, right? Our family never wants to see us, you know, go through any exactly. challenges. Um, mm-hmm. So they, my pain is their pain, but um, mm-hmm. it's good. It's great to have a good foundation with that. Oh, that is super beautiful. Yeah, I think that when they start to see how like happy, you know, are full and fulfilled, you you project yourself they can take more seriously and understand that even though it's not a traditional path it's your reality and it's your happiness so it's all good mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's not about as i said you know like money or having the stability that we used to think that used to be the right thing to do it's mm-hmm. about how how happy you can be uh, because that is projected to your kids to your family so that's at the end of the day what is um, you know important right 100 mm-hmm. percent. i was checking here in, in this um question that i wanted to make for you and i can see here something um you, you were speaking about you know your struggle your difficulties is there any mistake that you feel that you um would have liked you know to be abo- avoided or something that you have liked to be changed or have done it in a different way um i would say that many people including myself and and this is uh might resonate is the constant self-doubt that we'll experience in our journey to becoming whatever it is that we want to become. And mm-hmm. um, the reason that I call that out as a mistake is because what doubt does is hold us back mm-hmm. and paralyze us. Mm-hmm. And many times at the start of my journey, I stopped. Mm-hmm. I let the doubt just surf- come to the surface and I questioned it. I spent too much time in that. Mm-hmm. And that's time that gets lost, right? You don't mm-hmm. you don't get that. So that I feel um, in the beginning of going about this uh, journey of, you know, launching a business, I questioned everything. Now, true, it's important to question your method and strategy of however you launch a business, but sometimes over questioning things can slow things down what's better especially when you are going into something like a business is and this is going to sound a little contradictory but failure is absolutely a part of success (laughs) and our inaction because we doubt will never get us anywhere Mm-hmm. So you might as well try something, anything, and get yourself somewhere. You either learn or you win, right? Exactly. There's no losing. Mm-hmm. So with that, I couldn't even come up with a name for myself in terms of launching a business. And 
forget about even creating the website. Um, it took me six months to just go back and forth on what I was going to do with the website. And then finally, I think out of the blue, I, I had joined a, uh, an organization for other like uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah. And this woman looked at me and she's like, it just has to be one page. I'm like, what do you, <laughs> just, you don't have to make it complicated. And yes. I, <laughs> yes, totally. and, and something about the way she said it, finally, mm -hmm. I think I was able to like receive the message. And that night mm -hmm. I came home and I just wrote what I would say to a friend. That's beautiful. <laughs> I like that. And, and, and there it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Now you, <laughs> my website is there. You know? uh, <laughs> I like my that. letter to my friend, you know, yeah. and so that felt like, um, it only felt like a mistake in the sense that I had, uh, <laughs> given that I had no idea there would be a pandemic coming up, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been mm -hmm. a lot further ahead today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. um, spending too much time in doubt yes. and confusion um, mm -hmm. are definitely mistakes that um, I have made, but also that mm -hmm. I feel a lot of us make, right? Because we, we think that confusion and doubt are useful feelings because they make us question things but yeah. all they really do is make us spin mm -hmm. over and over again and we probably end up doing what we originally thought we were going to do anyway so yeah <laughs> yes yes i've experienced also that a lot that i want things to be perfect I want everything to match perfect, what I think that people is gonna like. And at the end of the day, it's not just that. It's just the mind, you know, trying to put all of this conditioning that this is gonna be the best way, this is gonna be. But people, the people that come to us might not even be thinking that. What we think that people is thinking, they might not be thinking that. So I, it was very, you know, like I, I admire uh, your website, the way that you did it, because uh, it spoke directly to me. So it's, uh, it was very nice. I, I wanted to acknowledge that. And also the fact that it's just one page. I think that in today's world, websites don't work anymore. Like they yeah. are just like a brochure. They are mm -hmm. like a um, like, um, business card. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, why is spending money in a website when a landing page, which is exactly what you did, is mm -hmm. what is uh, the online world, is what is taking us to mm -hmm. take that just one page, the customer is concentrated in one, or mm -hmm. the person that they want to help is just concentrated in one thing, and the attention is not going to any other elements in our page. So, wow, it's wonderful. Also, I wanted to acknowledge how you were able to read the messages that sometimes are out there for us but we don't just say uh, you know when our attention is dispersed we cannot read those type of um, messages so by the lady that you found that she told you just keep it simple mm -hmm. uh, that motivated you it was very nice that you were able to you know uh, recognize yeah that's my message that message was exactly for me and that's when that now is now is the time to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful, yeah, how you were able to, to see those and that message that was there for you. Yeah, and um, you know, with trying to recognize what message the universe is sending you exactly. and which one to listen to, yeah. we spend a lot of time consuming. 
mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We're constantly looking and looking up information, researching, trying to see if the answers are out there. Okay. Hope, right? Like I said, in 2012, I Googled my problem. <laughs> but, yes. um, here's what I say to that. At some point, there's so much consumption that you almost mentally feel bloated. Yeah. There's just nothing yes. to do with the, the information doesn't matter. You're just not even applying it. Yes. And you have to give your mind the uh, ability to just take the information and turn it around and use it, exactly. apply it. And but, um, there was that moment when, you know, that, uh, that woman came to me and said, just, you know, keep it simple. The reason that I was open to that is because I have become so saturated mm -hmm. with all the other messages. And that just, it was as if she deflated the balloon that was forming in my head that was like growing. I was like, ah, there was so much yeah. to take in. Yeah. Um, so much, uh, yeah, information to consume. Yeah. And Part of what I learned or part of what I studied, you know, as my training to become a, a certified life coach mm -hmm. was that the universe is there for us, but we also have to create value. We mm -hmm. have to turn what we consume and somehow pay it forward. Mm -hmm. And we can become really greedy right as we just take and take and take whatever is offered to us all the conveniences we have we can completely over facebook over netflix over drink over eat all these lovely comforts of life we can just keep consuming but we're never really fulfilled until we put ourselves out there and give value back we have to yeah. give it back and when you just stop yourself and say you know what I'm going to express myself. And for me, it's writing. And that's why when I began my website, I thought, I'm just, like I said, I'm going to write a letter to my friend. And that's what I'm going to put because eventually my client will be my friend or mm -hmm. that's the kind of person I'm going to help. You know, someone who understands what I'm saying to them because I, I know what they've been through. Um, yeah, it, it was a very clear moment. But it's so easy to get lost in all the messages out there. You just have to make yeah. the decision. It really, it really boils down to, and I always tell clients in terms of um, indulgent emotions is what I call them or what it's called. Emotions that keep us from moving forward, indecision, confusion, worry, doubt. Those type of emotions keep us in consumption mode. We're constantly just like receiving information but not doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. But what you want to do is become aware of your thinking and then of course reframe it is this what i need really need to be thinking about make a decision and then take action wow that's right there a very practical strategy a very practical framework that is gonna apply to anybody because i always see myself often searching and searching for more and more and from one thing you go to another one and there is something else to learn and there is something else and there is something and again that thinking of perfection or that there is a better way to do it sometimes is not the best approach um, without the action there then we are lost and we just don't uh, we, we, we become like in a circle 
So that is wonderful. Thank you very much for um, adding all of this value because we all need that. We all need to be more focused exactly in what we need and eliminate more of the distraction and thinking that whatever project we are doing is going to be better because we are getting more informed, because we are mm -hmm. getting more knowledge. So we think that that's going to lead to something better, but not necessarily. We have mm -hmm. to be able to get out of that type of thinking and to, uh, you know, control, control the thoughts in mm -hmm. the sense that understand or be, being present and understand and realize no this this is what is happening i'm getting again dangling all of this uh, type of information and maybe that cannot lead me to my my real you know fast action which is what we always need in businesses and everything that we create then that in during these types uh, these times are um are characterized more for a uh, you know creation creation of all kind of things you know software you know, technology content mm -hmm. so now everybody seeing is pushed to the fact <laughs> that now you have to create content mm -hmm. so in the creation process this is when many people i guess like if we are if we acknowledge that we are being you know trapped in that mm -hmm. situation many other people you know could be in the same situation and it's um this is good uh, just the frame that you just gave us thank you for sharing that <laughs> with us um another um question that i have here for you um is how did you actually make your first sale like do you have any strategy that you can that you actually applied so we can learn maybe what type of idea or resources did you use or how did you manage to your first, that first sale? Sure. Um, um, it's going to sound very easy and uh, it wasn't because <laughs> mm -hmm. only I had to get over my own ideas of what I thought people would judge me on for becoming a life coach. Um, yeah. Again, uh, it, it First, you know, making the decision to follow this uh, profession was one thing, and then telling my family and, and close friends was another thing. Mm -hmm. But it was posting it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. That was another level of just yeah. like, okay, oh, yes. everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is where we are, because we, we modify everything, right? That we mm -hmm. put on social media. We, we naturally just want to give the best impression of ourselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, social media for good or for bad, it has allowed us to remain connected, right? Mm -hmm. And last year when I made the decision to launch my business, I knew that the first step was to make it, to make the announcement, to just mm -hmm. let it be known. Yeah. Um, in fact, um, two days ago, I was coaching, um, this girl who is also wanting to become a life coach and the advice um or rather the uh recommendation i give to her is what i would give to your listeners is own who you are and talk about it let people know what you do um in terms of advertising it could it, it it really depends on what business you're in and, and who your audience is and where your audience is. And especially now because of the pandemic, you know, we rely so much on digital advertising, but I really 
can I think it always boils down to like one of the best organic ways of reaching your true client is talking as much as you possibly can to people around you. Um, not through just your content, but that's really what did it for me for my first sale, my first client, so to speak. Yeah. I made an announcement uh, on my uh, Facebook page mm -hmm. of the decision of making a life coach, why I decided to become a life coach. And I think it was the why mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. called it, right? People, yeah. you know, are, you know, they get flooded with information. I'm like, oh, I just, you know, did this, or I just climbed a mountain, or I just did 50 burpees, or I just, you know, everybody's always touting their accomplishments, right? Yeah. And everybody's, okay, that's great for you. Mm -hmm. But when you actually just feel, mm -hmm. feel pain right now, and we have no one to talk to about it. Yeah. And I want to be there for those people. Mm -hmm. And um, those weren't the exact words, but basically that was the, the, the message uh, of why I decided to become a life coach and lo and behold and I wasn't even advertising I was just mm -hmm. saying hey I just made a decision but I mm -hmm. hadn't really said yeah. you know I'm ready for you but mm -hmm. I got seven clients oh that's awesome mm -hmm. and it, it was astounding to me mm -hmm. because I had gotten direct messages right not on the actual thread yeah. but like secret messages of people mm -hmm. who I would have normally considered were completely fine. Like we're, you know, we're in a good place in their lives and they were healthy mm -hmm. and everything was going great for them. But, you know, surprisingly, they were looking for guidance. No, they were that's, pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they needed to just find a, a, a resource that they could trust yeah. and that they could share. And so that's really how my first sale happened. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I just put it out there. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you know, the, I have not done Facebook marketing uh, with in terms of advertising. That would be the next step. But yeah. to me, organic marketing right now has worked well for me. Word of mouth, testimonials, all that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> I really love that, um, you know, your strategy, how everything has been, you know, flowing naturally, who you are, sharing your why. And just people get attracted to that. As I said, I felt attracted to your webpage and the message that you had in that webpage because when you wrote it, it was very real. It was mm -hmm. natural. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think that's what, at the end of the day, you know, when you're about to do something that you're passionate about, mm -hmm. connect with the part of you that really knows and understands why you're doing it and share that message. Yeah. That's what people resonate with, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Whatever product you have or whatever mm -hmm. service you have mm -hmm. um, is neither here or there, but the purpose you have for it, the mm -hmm. reason behind it, is what makes a, a big difference and when it's really authentic people can people can sense that yeah for sure yes um okay elisa this is super super and um, you know exciting all of this uh, information that you've been sharing with us uh, mm -hmm. i'd like to ask you if you could uh, time travel back 15 20 years what would be the uh, you know, advice or um, piece of recommendations or wisdom 
that you would give to yourself in about five minutes or so, what would you say to yourself? Well, um, since you said about 10, 15 years ago, um, I have to admit um, that was the darkest time in my life. I was uh, in a very bad place. I had been in a long-term relationship that um, ended and I had uh, been laid off from my job mm -hmm. and um, my grandmother had passed away and I found myself I don't want to say homeless, but mm -hmm. I lived with uh, the person that I was in the relationship with and I needed to move out quickly. Yeah. Um, and I just was in a very, in a place where I just didn't understand why these things were happening to me. Mm -hmm. I felt very alone. Yeah. And looking back, I think what I would say to myself then is, is what I actually did but that at the time I wasn't even sure that all of this was going to make me stronger <laughs> that's beautiful yeah to hang on and just keep going just like, like that uh quote uh, that Winston Churchill quote if you're going through hell keep on going mm -hmm. and I I would just remind myself of that because I really didn't want to keep going <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are there are certain moments in life where we just, you know, we are in the at the bottom of mm -hmm. what we feel that we could tolerate. We don't know what to do, but yeah, it's very beautiful, um, you know, to remind yourself that maybe there are better things that are coming ahead, and we just don't know. And if we don't know, why assuming that everything is gonna continue to be? you know, dark, we don't know. We, we exactly. It, that's, uh, it's so great that you said that because we were, were not supposed to know. When, there was never a time when we could always look into the future and, and get a glimpse of what would happen. We've never been afforded that opportunity. So okay. just enjoy, not necessarily enjoy the moment, but be present in the moment. And that's what I was not doing. I was denying reality uh 15 years ago i just didn't want to be where i was and i didn't want to accept it and that made the suffering even worse yeah that's a great point that's what usually happens like that leads to suffering mm -hmm. we want to change or control things exactly when we feel i wish this were different mm -hmm. but when we stay in the present and analyze what is going on and wonder why this is happening or or not just why with the sense of that this shouldn't be happening but you know how how everything is flowing and how like curiosity curiosity about the fact when we exactly. approach things with that curiosity instead of like the pain that it should be different mm -hmm. then that's when we can see some wisdom and we didn't see so instead of rather like thinking in the actual pain or what we don't want we turn the attention to thinking uh how all of this how all of this process is actually happening yeah so, curiosity and compassion right yes 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 mm -hmm. it's beautiful yes wow thank you for sharing that so so in this type of you know like topic is, is there any you know book or or like um article or something that you want to share 
with someone else that really, you know, you feel that you have enlightened you or that you enjoy or that you like? Um, I've read so many self-help books. I've read so many uh, great articles, you know, different, uh, you know, aspirational leaders, you know, like just, you know, uh, <laughs> from Tony Robbins to just even books from like Malcolm Gladwell. But actually the one book that I would say has nothing that I, I would tout as my favorite and it has nothing to do, it's not a business book and it has nothing to do with life coaching, but I think it was the one book that is a recurring theme in my life and that would be The Fountainhead by Anne Rand. Oh, interesting. Yes, um, for those of you who have not read the book, uh, it is about an architect who has his own vision for what he would like to see in the world, what he believes is beautiful to him in terms of his, you know, style and what he creates. And the book is really about how the rest of the world tries to keep him from doing what he wants to do in the way he wants to do it. Mm -hmm. And he is so strong mm -hmm. in his belief in himself and in the beauty of it and it's almost as if we hardly find that strength in ourselves sometimes we sometimes just surrender to what the world wants us to do what we're what we think it we're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. um and that book i mean i read that i it, as i was a teenager and then i kept reading it every few years because it reminds me to just stick to my authenticity, stick to who I am, believe in myself. And I don't need to replicate somebody else's success. I don't need to copy exactly what somebody else is doing. I can find my own way. Mm -hmm. And that would be where I think would make me feel most successful right? Because mm. at the end of the road, I don't want to look back and say, I copied that person. Mm -hmm. I could be rich and, and, and you know, have all the money in the world. But if it wasn't the struggle that I created for, you know, not, not struggle, but like, if it's not the path that I created myself, then I don't know if I'll feel as proud. So that book has, whether I realized it or not, has always been some uh, a reminder to just believe in myself and through that I will feel successful oh wow that is amazing I think that I want to read the book actually <laughs> so yeah because we also do a, a blog post out of the episode we're gonna definitely um, uh, take note of the, of the book and we're gonna um, put it there in the blog post so if somebody wants to read it they can actually get it thank you so just to finish um i like to know like is there any actual question that you wish i should have asked you today do you think that you have something special that you feel that you still want to to say um well my main, uh, my practice is typically working with individuals or organizations who have employees that work from home. Oh. Now, I, uh, interestingly enough, I, I've been working with, uh, with people who work from home 
before we even had the shelter in place and quarantine, you know, uh, bed for feet. And the, exactly, because there is an isolation that happens to individuals when they uh, work from home, whether it's, you know, by choice or because now they are mandated to. Yeah. But um, I like to work with clients who need to just shift their mind a little bit to feel more connected to their work stay focused and um, just learn how to cope with the distractions there are from working from home. I work with individuals um, who struggle working from home, but I also work with organizations that have teams that do remote working and they just need to feel, or, or they do, sorry, <laughs> they need guidance in how to handle the highs and lows. So um, I currently have a webinar video um, that I can send you the, the link to. Oh, please, please. Yes, um, where I offer four, self, uh, four powerful self-empowering strategies yes. for how to uh, stay engaged, stay focused, and motivated when working from home. So I'll share that with you. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. I think that anybody like even through the podcast or through the channel, YouTube channel, I'm gonna, as I am doing right now, appreciate hugely all the immense value that you gave us. Mm -hmm. It's incredible how, you know, somebody can go through all these difficulties and still, you know, being so successful. It's another example of how by changing the habits, the mental conditioning, you know, by moving ahead and applying all of these strategies, really anybody can do it. And there is really no, no, I cannot express with enough words how thankful I am for um, you being able to share this with us. And definitely um, at this point, I, I like you to share um, how somebody can get in contact with you how somebody can work with you, what type of person would be the ideal, you know, person that you can serve better or who you would like to work with, um, with that uh, specific type of, uh, you know, work that you that you want to do and your, um, or your uh, contact information, if you can share that with us, please, thank you. <laughs> Certainly, well, uh, please visit my website, www.com elisabeelifecoaching.com that's e-l-i-s-a-b as in boy lifecoaching.com mm -hmm. and on my website i offer everyone for the first time a free 45 minute consultation where they get to experience an actual life coaching session and i share with them what the actual uh what the two, how would we work together and we can decide from there you know how um, to proceed I typically as I said work with individuals who work from home um, mothers and fathers alike um, just real people who need to stay focused but still have so much to manage right their children are now at home their pets are uh, <laughs> uh, at home every time there's a delivery, you know, the, yeah. dog, uh, the dog rings, the, the doorbell rings, the dog barks. Yes. Uh, and then also how to feel important. 
right? Because when we feel disconnected, mm -hmm. we feel like we're less valuable. Yes. And mm. so in my sessions, I talk a, a lot about how you can create value. And uh, basically that, that's my goal is working with individuals who want to have a different mindset when they're working from home. But I also work with people who are looking to accomplish goals, right? So um, I, I've worked uh, often with real estate agents, you know, who want to have a different mindset because, you know, their field uh, requires them to, you know, put themselves out there. And it's a very vulnerable uh place to be so um, I work with them a lot but um, also people in the technology field because they're so just focused into their work and their computer that emotionally they're disconnected yeah. right <laughs> I should know I married a tech guy so. oh, yeah of course you have experience first hand <laughs> exactly exactly so those are my people and yeah. um you can reach me through my website. Um, there's a free session uh, uh, button that you can mm -hmm. click and reach me through there. Mm -hmm. Or um, you can also email me at elisa at elisabelifecoaching.com. Yeah. Um, that's E-L-I-S-A at elisabelifecoaching.com and reach out to me that way. Oh, that is wonderful. Thank you very much for that. Um, opportunity so big opportunity that we've had to be um you know listening to your story getting inspired getting all of this value thank you very much uh, i really appreciate that you um were here sharing everything that you did you have to share with the world it's a very inspiring and i am pretty sure that anybody is gonna feel identified with you so if you anybody who is watching or listening to this episode really really feel that there is something that you don't feel totally aligned or that there is something like a challenge uh, like an emotional uh, situation that you want to overcome please contact elisa uh, as we all realize there is a lot of value and experience that uh, she is able to share and that comes also from her own experience so this is all real experience right there so thank you very much elisa for being you, with Diana. us today been <laughs> an amazing you. amazing opportunity thank you very much sure i just want to say what i think what you're doing is so special it's so important and you really speak from the heart and i think your listeners can really feel that so Thank you for this opportunity. I certainly am really appreciative of it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And see you in another episode because for sure, Elisa is going to join us later on to see how the business has been growing because it's evident that she has been through all of this. We can see Elisa in with big audiences later on. So we want to see that growth in your business <laughs> thank you for thank sharing you. everything oh, i'd be happy to come yeah. back absolutely yeah, for sure thank you <laughs>